Hey guys, it's the Fat Man here, um, where we get together and we talk about some NFL news. Uh, if you like what you hear here, go ahead and head on over to YouTube. We have a video we throw up. Uh, make sure you subscribe, turn on your notifications. And now, let's talk about some football. What's going on, everybody? This is Fat Man and the Hawk, and of course, I am the Hawk. Yeah, we're a little late today. Fat Man had some lunch that didn't agree with him. Maybe it was just too much lunch. Got 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 a little touch of the squirty butts holes. But um, yeah, let's talk about some free agency. Oh yeah, free agency, free agency signing everywhere. Had plenty of that this week, obviously with it opening up and all that crazy happy. Happy stuff there. Um, you know, so what we're going to do is we're just going to share the uh, actual NFL.com page, kind of read it off, have all our thoughts so you can visually see it. Um, and that's just how we're going to do things uh, today. So we're going to do that right now. Can everybody see that? Dave, can you see that? I'm uh-huh. see it. Omaha, yep. I can see it. Okay. So up first, Buffalo Bills, very first one. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky signed a one-year, $2.5 million contract. Um, I kind of feel a little sad about Mitchell Trubisky. I, I mean, I don't think that he's a phenomenal quarterback by all means, but I definitely don't think he's ever going to see the field over in Buffalo. Well, as long as Josh Allen stays healthy, he won't see the field, but – I think that's a pretty good pickup for the Bills. They got a solid backup now, you know, way better than uh, good old Nathan Peterman they had a couple of years ago. So, if anything was to happen to Josh Allen, they have a suitable backup there, mm-hmm. and it's and it's really a cheap contract for a veteran quarterback. Yeah, a veteran backup quarterback. I agree. It's not it's not really too bad for them. Um, up next, Taiwan Jones to a one year, uh, another decent one for me. The wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, it just like gives them another weapon, uh, you know, with Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs. So, you know, they did some moves to to make that a little better. I don't know why they would. It's kind of weird to me that they let John Brown go and signed Emmanuel Sanders. Well, Emmanuel's. I I, I know John Brown's talented, but I, I definitely think Emmanuel's better even this talented. early in his career. Yeah, but he's talented. He's quick, and he's mm-hmm. young. I mean. Daniel Sanders, I think, has been around a while. Yeah. Uh, then they signed Jacob Hollister. Thank you. Fuck that guy. I'm not a fan. So good riddance. <laughs> uh, I sure up. Uh, guessing he played for the Hawks at one point. Yeah, he was the tight end for yeah. Seattle last year. Uh, he was a backup to Greg Olson and uh, Will Disley. <clears throat> but then they signed. Uh, they signed some offensive linemen, uh, Daryl Williams and Joe Feliciano. I hope I said that name right. Hopefully, might not have, but that's fine. Uh, they shirt up Matt Miliano, which is good, and Levy Wallace, Pat Hack. It's just Matt Hack. Matt Hack. Pat he Hack. For, he played for Miami. He's pretty decent. He's Pat Hack to me, bud. Hey, he. the punter is an important position. I know all they do is kick the ball, but you want a good punter to pin you deep. The punter's a good position if you're Pat McAmafee. Come on. <laughs> All right, on to the Dolphins. 
Woo! Go ahead and take that away there. All right, so for backup quarterback, they went ahead, they signed Jacoby Brissett, one-year, $5 million deal with a max value of seven and a half. I really wish that they would have kept Fitzpatrick as opposed to signing Jacoby Brissett. Outside of that, um, there's really nothing much on this list we're talking about. Malcolm Brown signed a one-year deal, 1.75. Adam Pankey resigned a contract. Isaiah Wilson. Now, this is a funny one because Miami traded, I think it was the seventh-round pick, to get this guy, he was a first round pick, I think last year for Tennessee. And three days later, they cut him. And from everything I was reading, sounds like the guy's just a can't get right. Uh, he, he was late for, showed up late for his physical, didn't show up for voluntary camps he agreed to show up for. So hopefully that guy gets his shit straightened out. Uh, they signed Will Fuller, one-year deal, up to $10.5 million, $3 million in incentives. That's a good pickup. Gives to a target. I'm still hoping to see them go ahead and grab a receiver in the draft. Matt Skura, Adam Butler, Bernardrick McKinney. That was another trade with the Texans. Um, Justin Coleman and Michael Pilardi, a punter. Um, it's Michael Pilardi. Any punter's name starts with a P. From <laughs> All right. Sounds good to me. Um, right. I think that Benardrick McKinney pickup is a good, solid pickup for them. Uh, yeah, I just want to read off a comment here. Rob Davis, I'm here, fellas. Just want to start off with saying congrats to the Hawk. Thank you very much, buddy. <clears throat> no, Rob Davis, you're supposed to start off with <clears throat> fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to move on to the New England Patriots. In my mind – I'm sure in yours as well, and most of you out there that follow the NFL as much as we do. Um, the Patriots right now are winning free agency. Um, up first, Cam Newton to a one-year deal, um, 13.6, but he has to kind of pretty much earn that, which is great. Uh, I think Cam is going to be a lot better for uh, New England next year, considering they're going to have the uh, offseason, you know, another year with uh, Josh McDaniels and Belichick. So that's all like good things for him. Uh, that's, they, that's just it for Cam. He's going to have a whole year, a whole off season to get used to the playbook, to work out with the guys. You know, last year was kind of a bad year for guys to sign with new teams because they didn't have an off season. They didn't get to know each other. So I think, I think you're going to see a different Cam Newton this season, regardless of all the weapons they picked up. Yeah, uh, see, like the biggest, I think the biggest issue with Cam is he's more of like a gunslinger slash, you know, running quarterback, and then you get stuck in like some, some uh, 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 offense that's like Josh McDaniels is more like dink and dunk, throwing the tight ends, and you know, just getting five six yards. Like that's just different, you know, considering what he was used to playing in Carolina for all those years. Um, but up next for them, they signed a couple of wide receivers. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had his best season of his career with uh, with the Raiders. Now on to the Patriots. Kendrick Bourne uh, also signed with the Patriots. You know, they're just spending money over there for for, for Cam, giving them all kinds of weapons. Um, then they got them a pair of very solid blocking and very solid catching tight ends, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. So we're going to see that double tight end set come back over in New England. Kind of scary going through the offensive weapons, in my opinion. His career with uh, 
with the Raiders. Now on to the Patriots. Kendrick Bourne uh, also signed with the Patriots. You know, they're just spending money over there for for, for Cam, giving them all kinds of weapons. Yeah, you want to cut I, this down? Yeah, we were yeah, yeah, I guess I yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I hit the wrong button. Oh, it's all good. <clears throat> but uh moving on, then they started sharing up some members on their offensive line, Trent Brown, David Andrews, and Ted Karras. Uh Andrews with a 14-year, $19 million deal, 6.5 guaranteed. I thought that was probably their one of their better signings there. Um then Right on to the defensive line, which honestly I was hoping that Seattle did this. Again. I don't know what's going um, on with this thing. We got Devin Gotchuk's, Montrevious Adams, Henry Anderson, all on there. Matt Juden, Raekwon McKillen, Kyle Van Noy. How do you feel about that one, bud? Yeah. Rick, Raekwon McMillan was a Dolphin at one point, too. Yeah. You know, it, it, Bill just bought a whole new team. Yeah, he, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, and they got Justin Bethel, Jalen Mills, Cody Davis, and Nick Folk. Put your motherfucking head back down. Yeah, hopefully Mc, I'll remember that. McMillan, Vanoy, Gacho, they were all Dolphins at one point. So I think I think Ted Karras, the center, was too. So I'm kind of interested to see how good they do for New England up there with Billy. You, you know, have a good coach. Um they're loaded. Yeah, they're winning free agency. Signed all the big names. They're only missing one or two big names that were out there. So mm-hmm. I'm scared. They sent a good shot at winning the division again. Yep. And uh, you might as well go ahead and take away your second favorite football team. Oh, yeah. Time. Give me some Jets, baby. So they signed uh, Josh Adams, Kellen Cole. Corey Davis is a big pickup for them. He's a pretty decent receiver. Uh, yeah, three, I, I'm years, three years, thirty-seven and a half million bucks. That's a good pickup. Yeah, I, I'm actually pretty pleased with them trying to get some offense, offensive weapons. They're not too old either, and uh, you know, you know, I'm a Sand Arnold fan. You know, the guy just needs some needs some help over there. Yeah, um, fuck the Jets. Uh, Sign a tight end, Tyler Croft, center Dan Feeney, defensive end, Carl Lawson. Uh, Three-year, $45 million for him. That's a nice chunk of change. He, max value of 47 and a half. Uh, defensive tackle, Sheldon Rankins, linebacker, Jared Javis, safety, Marcus May. That's, you know, he he's worth holding on to, too. He's a pretty good player. He got the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Hardy and Marcus Joyner. They're still going to suck. Bottom of the division. Yeah, moving on to the Baltimore Ravens. And, uh, you know, I look at this list, and the first thing that makes me a little sad for them is I don't see no wide receivers on it. Uh, They got Josh Oliver through a trade in exchange for a conventional draft pick, uh, an offensive guard, Kevin Zietler. Three-year deal, $22 million, not too bad there. Uh, Tyus Bowser, Colonel McPhee. Which is good. Justin Ellis, Derek Wolf, all you know, all decent. But honestly, this team is really, really in need of uh, free safety and a wide receiver, and that's really what I want to see from them. Well, they did make a run at a receiver. <clears throat> they did make a run at a guy. They just but, didn't find him. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, in about two minutes. <laughs> um, Cincinnati. 
re-signed Brandon Allen, backup quarterback, uh, tackle Riley Reef, defensive end Trey Hendrickson, defensive line Larry Ogunjobi. I think that's how you say it. Say his name again, because I'm pretty sure everybody was would enjoy that. No, nope. <laughs> uh, Chidobi. Uh, what are they signing the guy? These guys straight out of Africa. Chidobi <laughs> Awazie, I think. Cornerback uh, Tony Brown, cornerback Mike Hilton, safety Brandon Wilson, and long snapper Clark Harris. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. They sound like some of them guys sound like uh, tribal names. <laughs> All right, going on to uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, the very first one, which is the one I agree with there, Rashard Higgins, to a one-year deal. Awesome. Uh, JoJo Natson, eh, Greg Snat, okay, defensive end. Uh, Tarkus McKinley, okay, I'll take that. Malik Jackson to another one-year deal. Uh, linebacker Malcolm Smith, not too bad going back to the Browns. Anthony Walker. Uh, Troy Hill and safety John Johnson to a three-year $33.75 million deal. So that's pretty good for him. And the kicker, Cody Parkey. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, especially in, in the group here, a lot of, there's a lot of Browns fans. They all seem pretty, pretty satisfied with a lot of the pickups they made. Yeah, I, I, the one I like the most is the Richard Higgins. You keep that number three, you know. And and no talks to trade in OBJ, so there you go. What? OBJ getting traded? Nah. I'll take him all day. All right, let's move it on to the Steelers. Receiver Ray Ray McLeod agreed to a one-year deal. Re they re-signed him. Juju Smith-Schuster signed a one-year deal worth $8 million. $7 million signing bonus, $1 million base salary with voidable years. I'm getting tired of hearing about those voidable years. Offensive tackle Zach Banner, offensive lineman B.J. Finney, offensive lineman Joe Haig, cornerback Cameron Sutton, and safety Miles Killebrew. <laughs> um, the one thing that surprises me is they haven't signed a running back yet. No, you know, and well, I I think their biggest issue with that is not having the money to. And I and I very vividly remember a few weeks ago talking about how Juju was going to end up back in Pittsburgh. Early on, early on, he came out and said, "If Ben came back to Pittsburgh, he wanted to be back in Pittsburgh." The Ravens made a run at him, and the Chiefs made a run at him. So, and he re-signed with Pittsburgh. And those other two deals, I believe, were for more money. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is the best thing. You know, he's getting a lot of hate right now. Juju is uh, being the TikTok, you know, boy dancing on the on the logos. You know, personally, I like the whole dance on the logos, rub the salt in it. Oh, well, that's just me. But, I mean, I feel like this gains some, you know, some type of respect to, to sign this deal, to stay with the Steelers, to, you know, proves that he's more of a team player than a lot of people were giving him credit for. So him dancing on the logos, you're saying rub salt in the wound. I don't have a problem with rubbing salt in the wound, but dance on the logo after you win. Oh, yeah. I, well, or after you score a touchdown. Um, or, or like take the ball on it and just put it in the center of the star. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> T.O. Um, oh, yeah. so, so on the Juju thing a little bit more, I he might just be playing it smart and saying, hey, the salary cap's low this year. I'll take this money. I'll stay in Pittsburgh in a system I know with a quarterback I know. 
And then next year, I'll be a free agent again when there's more money out there to be had and I'll get a bigger deal. He could be playing it smart that way, too. Yeah, possibly. But moving on, um, in my personal opinion, the team in second place doing very well in free agency. Honestly, they have an argument for first as well. And that's the Houston uh, Texans. Um, They got Ryan Finley from the Bengals uh, for a late-round pick. Not bad. Tyrod Taylor signed a one-year $5.5 million deal. Also not bad. You know, the guy hasn't really played a whole lot over the last few seasons, but he is serviceable. Uh, Mark Ingram, Phillip Lindsay, they've got a dual-threat running – they got dual-threat running backs back there now. Um, I think that's two very good pickups. I don't think Mark Ingram's too old. He's still a little bit of a bruiser. And Philip Lindsay, in my opinion, very underrated. I feel like that's a steal for three and a, three and a quarter million right there. Um, I don't know. I really like that. Uh, On to wide receivers. They picked up three of them. Andre Roberts, Alex Ickerson, and Dante Moncrief. Moncrief is a little bit of a sleeper because he's also got a lot of talent over there. Um, <clears throat> they re-signed Farrell Brown. And they acquired Ryan Izzo in a trade with the Patriots. Not too bad. Another thing they got from the Patriots there was Marcus Cannon, which is also solid in my opinion. Justin McCry to two years. Justin Britt, Shaq Lawson in a trade with the Dolphins. That was part of the McKendry trade. Yep. Derek Rivers, Malik Collins, then linebacker. Kamu Grudger Heel. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say it, but I did the best I could. Jordan Jenkins, Christian Kirksey, which is pretty good for me. Uh, Terrence Mitchell, Vernon Hargreaves, Desmond King. That Desmond King there is a very, very good cornerback. I think that's uh, very solid for them. Uh, Tavir Thomas, Terrence Brooks, and Pam Johnston. Remember, guys, every punter, first name starts with a P. So I didn't realize that they made that many moves in Houston. Oh, yeah, they're killing it. Honestly, I think they're trending in the right direction. They're kind of like, you know, they've been doing pretty bad over the last couple of years, and I think they're I think they're making some solid moves here. But I so I don't I don't see anything really eye opening though. Well I to mean, me Moncrief could be a good receiver, like he was at one point. I think the I haven't heard anything for, from him for a couple of years. The eye-opening thing for me is these two right here, Ingram and Phillip and Lindsay, having that dual threat. You know, we got a power back up here, Mark Ingram, and, and he's also got a nice skill set. He's a good blocker, catches the ball well out of the backfield. But then you have that Phillip Lindsay. you know, that, that right there is a nice one-two punch. I don't even know who's going to start in this. They're both solid. I think Lindsay will probably get the start, I would think. Yeah, yeah maybe. All right, going on to the Colts. You got a lot here. <laughs> this, yeah, this is my favorite move of the offseason so far, though, was they traded for Carson Wentz, uh, acquiring a trade from Philly. Uh, they re-signed Marlon Mack and re-signed coming back Xavier Rhodes. That was you making extra noise that time. That mine. But the, the big move for me was, you know, Carson Wentz. I think he's going to be revitalized, be rejuvenated. I, I expect the Colts to be pretty good this year. I mean, they already had a lot of talent. We've seen what Phillip Rivers did with them last year. I'm kind of high mm-hmm. on Wentz this year. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think the Carson Wentz thing is, uh, is really, really good. They have very solid offensive line. Um, you know, Carson Wentz, I, I feel like he's that player that really, really needed a new change of scenery. Like they just, he just needed to go somewhere. And, um, I'm kind of excited to see how well this team does. I get the I I sort of feel like he never that he he never got the feeling of he was the guy in Philly. Yeah, see, so yeah, I'm with you on that. <clears throat> but all right, moving on to Jacksonville, they're they're doing okay here. Uh, they acquired Carlos Hyde to a two-year deal. Uh, Jamal Agnew, Philip Dorsett, solid sign there. Uh, Marvin Jones, another solid sign there. Um, Cam Robinson, Tyler Shatley, uh, Dwayne Smoot, Tyson Alulu, uh, Jihad Ward, Malcolm Brown, Roy Robertson-Harris, solid deal, three-year, $24 million contract. Uh, Sidney Jones, uh, Shaquille Griffin, you know, I think they're having some fun taking some players from Seattle, which I'm fine with. They're not taking like the most important pieces, which is good. Um, he got three year, 45.5 million, um, 29 guaranteed. I'm happy for him. You know, he was solid for Seattle. I just, I feel like if we're looking for a number one, you know, a, a number one corner, we might need to go somewhere else. And I'm okay with, uh, giving those reins to DJ Reed right now. Um, they got uh, Rudy Ford and Rashawn Jenkins. Also, another good contract for him. Four years, $35 million, $16 million guaranteed. Not too bad for that. Caden Lee, so far the Patriots are making a strong run in free agency. And, uh, yeah, um, my opinion, they're, them and the, the Houston Texans are making the, the biggest splashes so far. I just feel – I. I feel like the Patriots acquired better talent. Yeah. You know, spent a lot mm-hmm. of money to do it, but also acquired a ton of talent. Mm-hmm. All right, my turn. We'll run through Tennessee. Oh, yes, ma'am. All right. It's Tennessee Titans. Tight end Anthony Ferkser, tight end Jeff Swaim, uh, offensive tackle Kendall Lamb, offensive tackle Ty Sim. Brello? Brello? I don't know. Brello? Whatever. Italian. Offensive tackle, Thai Italian. Uh, defensive end, Danico Autry. Linebacker, Jayon Brown. Linebacker, Bud Dupree. That's a big one. That's going to add to their pass rush. That's going to hurt Pittsburgh. Uh, up to $85 million with $35 million guaranteed. That's a nice, fat contract, too. Happy for him. Uh, the guy that ended Matt Moore's career. Or at least what we knew of him. Uh, they also signed cornerback Janoris Jenkins. I think that was a good deal, too, because Janoris Jenkins was good a couple years ago. And cornerback Kevin Johnson. So the highlight for them is absolutely Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not only that, it's like what was the biggest knock on Tennessee, you know, this past season? Their lack of pass rush. You know, they signed a DE, they got the Bud Dupree. You know, they're they're fully aware of their issues on their team and they're they're making solid moves. Like this is the type of free agency I was expecting from like Baltimore. Um, you know, going after maybe a wide receiver and kind of like piggybacking off of there, Caden Lee, upset about Baltimore, hasn't made a strong run for a receiver. It's one of our biggest needs. So, yep, totally agree. 
Um, but yeah, I think this is very solid. I think they're doing things. They're going to improve. They're not. Nothing on here makes me think they're going to take a step back. <clears throat> AFC West. We are on to Denver. Not really making a whole lot of noise other than losing some people. Uh, Mike Bone, two-year, $2.6 million uh, guarantee. We got Shelby Harris resigning. Uh, Ronald Darby to $30 million deal for three years. Um, Justin Simmons received the franchise tag. Um, or uh, Yeah, then he later signed to a four-year, $61 million contract that included $35 million in guarantees. Uh, and cornerback Kyle Fuller, he signed another uh, uh, for another year for them. So, like I said, that you know this team is really solid on offense. They kind of have some issues at the quarterback position, but it seems like the franchise is going to stick it out with Locke. They are happy with all the little things that he's doing in the off season. So, you know, I'm I'm not sure, so sure what we're going to see out of Denver. I'm surprised that they didn't make a run at a guy like Tyrod Taylor. And I yeah, heard, they, I heard they went in after Fitz, and then backed out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Makes, I think Denver needs quarterback. It makes you kind of wonder, like, uh, did they do that because they are they have faith in in um, <clears throat> in J, uh, Drew Lock? You know, it makes you think that you know they kind of second guessed it at first, and then they're like, you know, we're going to try to go with this guy going forward. Because, I mean, we've said it, me and you have said this so many times that we think that, you know, rookie quarterbacks in general, they kind of pull the trigger way too quick and don't let them really develop, you know. And then we're, we're, he's going into his third year. Let's see what he's got going into his third year before writing him off as somebody that's terrible after two. <clears throat> yeah, I think he's a bum. <sighs> strong arm, though. I think he's talented. All right. Yeah, Ryan Mallett had a strong arm, too. <laughs> All right, Kansas City Chiefs signed tight end Blake Bell, offensive guard Kyle Long, uh, Joe Tooney from the Patriots, five-year contract worth $80 million. I'm always happy when the big boys get their money. Uh, Mike Reimers, another offensive tackle, and defensive end Taco Charlton. I, I do have one question. Was it fun saying Taco Charlton on camera? Yes. More <laughs> tacos. Tacos for everybody. Yep. All right, going into Las Vegas, acquiring Kenyon Drake, two-year, $11 million deal. He's very solid. He, he's got some talent. I know he's the that bump. Fat Man absolutely hates Kenyon Drake because the Hawk used to tell him that he was better than a couple of guys that he liked. Uh, then they yeah, got the <laughs> You got point. Theo Riddick <laughs> over there, um, he's another solid. He'll be a solid backup for sure. Uh, John Brown, Zay Jones. I like Zay Jones. Does everybody know that? I like Zay Jones. I'd look out for Zay going next year. Uh, Derek Carrier, uh, Richie Incognito, uh, Nick Martin, Danzel Good, Yannick. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> Jonathan Hankins, Quentin Jefferson. Good sign right there. Solomon Thomas and Nicholas Morrow. Yeah, we're going to need Google Translate for that one. <laughs> Like, nobody wants to see me over here struggling on that. All right, so my favorite signing is Richie Incognito. On that mine's, mine's Quentin and Kenyon Drake, for sure. Say Jones as well. I like Incognito. Mm-hmm. He's mean. 
I like mean football players. He's kind of an asshole, but he's mean. Yep. All right, Los Angeles Chargers signed tight end Jared Cook. One-year deal worth $6 million. Matt Feeler, they signed Corey Lindsley. Um, that's a big one. I wonder how Packers fans feel with that one. Uh, Oday Abushi. What the uh, Michael Davis, Brandon Basion, and kicker Michael Bagley. Um, starting to struggle with some of these names, bud. So this is why I knew this was a good idea. Uh, <laughs> the funniest part so, of the struggling with the names. I want to comment here. You know, if you just look at what they're doing, tight end, tackle, center, they're looking to make sure that they have a safety net for their young quarterback, a tackle for their young quarterback, and a center for their young quarterback. They are actively looking to improve his chances to be successful. And this is what you got to do when you have a young guy like with a lot of talent, uh, talent like uh, Justin Herbert. So I, th I think these are very solid, very solid moves for uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Anything when you add there, beautiful, other than uh, try not to hurt yourself on the next name you have to pronounce? <laughs> I think I'm going to have an aneurysm with some of these, man. <laughs> You're just so, trying I, to say it. It's just not coming out. I, I like the Corey Lindsley pickup, honestly. That's that's my favorite one on the list. Like I said, yeah. I, wonder how, I wonder how the Packers fans feel. And I think it's exactly like you said. They're trying to protect their young guy and Justin Herbert. They know that's a big investment. They know that's their guy of the future. Mm -hmm. Um Dude played like a beast. They have all the other weapons on the outside. So, yeah, protect protect your number one asset. All right, finally, finally, we're done with the AFC side. It's on to the NFC side. And the biggest signing of the offseason goes to none other than Dak Prescott. $160 million contract, four years, 126 guaranteed. Um I can't say that I'm happy for like the position itself getting paid that much or, you know, do I think it's a bad signing? I think it's just too much money. If you're looking at Dallas, you know, the organization, I think it's a great sign for Dak Prescott for the person, you know, he does do a lot. He's had, so, uh, he had a solid career so far, you know, just a little bit too expensive for me. And a lot of it has to do with the market itself. But then they went on for uh, Ty Neski, uh, Carlos Watkins, Brent Urban, Terrell Basham, CJ Goodwin, um, Jordan Lewis, Keanu Neal. I like that one. That's not too bad. And long snapper Jason McQuaid. Um, so the one thing that kind of like pops out to me is they're they're looking at some depth for their for for their line, their linebackers. Um, that's honestly their biggest hole right now is they just they they just need to play a little better on the defensive side of the ball and uh you know they also have Dan Quinn over there going into next season so they're they're looking pretty solid honestly yeah um look to me that's about 60 million dollars too much for Dak um he hasn't won anything is he? I, I think he's middle of the road. Um, I hope he shuts me up this year. Yeah, that's what I want him to do. I want him to shut me up. But, you know, we know their weakness is the defense. 
So I think they need to they need to spend some more time fixing that defensive side of the ball. I'm not impressed with these names they grabbed here. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it just looks like a bunch of depth signings, you know. Right. Um, but they're going to have a new system over there. Dan Quinn's like, I know, like, the basic Tampa 2 type of style for a D coordinator. It's not exciting. You know, it's not exciting seeing somebody who likes to blitz a lot or all that stuff. Like, it's more exciting to see that. But, you know, Dan Quinn's solid. He has had the number one defense before. Let's just see what he does. You know, I, I would be a little bit optimistic if I was a Cowboys fan overall, uh, other than the Prescott signing. All right, on to the Giants. Uh, they signed a backup for Daniel Jones, uh, Mike Glennon, running back Devontae Booker. Their big signing, the biggest name I was hearing about during free agency, Kenny Galladay, four years, $72 million deal. That, that boy got paid. Uh, they signed John Ross, tied in Kyle Rudolph. I ain't even trying, I ain't even trying with that name. Um, if <laughs> Odin, yeah, um. Sounds like it comes from Wakanda. Um, <laughs> Leonard Williams got the franchise tag. They later agreed on a long-term deal, $63 million for three years, 45 of that fully guaranteed, and linebacker Reggie Ragland. Um, I'm really surprised that the Giants landed Kenny Galladay or Galladay. I am too, and uh, it gives them the weapon that they've been missing since OBJ left there. Um, also. Getting John Ross, uh, again, very friendly contract. He's, uh, I have to say, I really do like, uh, I really do like the John Ross signing a little bit too. So adding the wide receiver depth, they did. I believe they are losing Golden Tate. So this is good. It's good for them. Yeah, they did leave Golden Tate go. Mm -hmm. So, hey, maybe the Giants will win the team next year. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of comments here. Uh, why y'all talk about the Cowboys? We don't even know why we're talking about the Cowboys. Because uh, they're on the list. <laughs> Parker agrees with us that the Cowboys are paying way too much for Dak, you know. And uh, Zach believes that this is whack. And you damn straight it's whack. That's why we're doing it, because it's whack. Dog pound nation. Because, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let it rip. Because four times a week, Browns fans come on and talk. Now we like to come on and talk about every team, make everybody feel warm and fuzzy inside. Four times a week. All right. Philadelphia Browns, Eagles. Browns and Steelers are what I hear about the most. As you can see, Philadelphia is making a whole lot of noise in free agency. Probably the most signings of every single team in the league. Defensive tackle, Hassan Ridgeway. Safety, Andrew Adams, and safety, Anthony Harris, which that one's – I'm not going to lie, that's a pretty good deal. But as you can see, they're making a ton of noise in free agency. Kudos to the Philadelphia Eagles and their fan base. Yep, Redskins. Signed my boy Fitzy, Lamar Miller, another ex-Dolphin bum. Uh, they got Curtis Samuel. That's a big, good pickup for them. Uh, they franchise tagged their guard. Tyler Larson at center, David Mayo linebacker, cornerback William Jackson, three years, 40 million bucks, and kicker Dustin Hopkins. Way to go, so, Redskins. Having that combo of Curtis Samuel and McLaren, I think that's I think that's pretty damn good, honestly, on offense. Antonio Gibson, I think this offense is going to be pretty 
pretty solid next year. Um, I wonder what's going to happen with the, the quarterbacks, though. I believe they're going to have Heineke kind of fight for the job. I th- from what I read, they were very happy with his performance in the playoffs. So I think it's going to be a quarterback battle between Fitzpatrick and Heineke. Fitz is your starter. I kind of like Heineke, bud. Fitz is your starter. Fitzy's the starter when it comes to being a dad. What's he got? Eleven kids? Uh, Fourteen. I don't know. He's got a whole bunch. <laughs> He's got enough to start his own franchise. Yeah. And now we got the biggest news of the decade: the Bears acquired quarterback Russell Wilson. Oh wait. Oh, that, sorry. That was that's, that's not actually happening. I was going to say that's the name missing from the list. <laughs> yep. You know, it was great. Bears fans, all of you is happy about getting Wilson. As you can see, it's not going to happen because you guys ended up with the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. Um, I like Dalton. Dalton's not a bad quarterback, so this that's more than serviceable. Allen Robinson, you keep him for a year. I I think that's top five wide receiver talent to be in, in my opinion. You know, very solid season considering he's had Trubisky and Foles trying to fight to throw to him. Uh, Jermaine Effetti, Mario Edwards Jr., Angelo Blackson. Uh, another solid signing here, too, Desmond Trufant. Now, he's not the most amazing <clears throat> cornerback, but considering what he is right now, he is a solid veteran. Not a bad sign for them. Uh, Dion Bush, kicker, Cario Santos, and hey, this guy's already got a P there. It's Pat O'Donnell. Resigned and Patrick Scales. Juju is a fucking clown from Zach yep. Miller. Are you salty? <laughs> Who's salty? You salty? I'm not salty. I'm not salty. I'm 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 chilling over here. All right, Lions uh, traded for Jared Goff, signed Tim Boyle. Uh, running back Jamal Williams, receiver Brashard Perryman, receiver Tyrell Williams, tight end Josh Hill, Charles Harris, Romeo Aquara, defensive end, however you say it, uh, Michael Brockers in a trade with the Rams, and Don Muleback, uh, long snapper. Um, yeah, I'm not impressed with anything on that list either. Maybe. That I yeah, Michael Brockers he was good at one point. I think the best signing here is Don Mulback, 18th NFL season for the Lions. Definitely the best signing on this list. Uh, if I was a Lions fan, that's that's the signing that I would circle and just be really happy. I'd probably go up and get his 18th jersey. Honestly, most needed position go. that they needed was obviously long snapper. There you go. All right. Green Bay Packers, uh, they're making a whole lot of noise. All they had to do to do that was re-sign Aaron Jones to a four-year contract, $48 million. Um, look, Aaron Jones, great cutback running back, one cut, he's gone type of guy, uh, very solid skill set, able to catch the ball out of the backfield well, good blocker, and he's got the breakaway speed. So, I mean, for Green Bay, this is this is a huge win. For every team, mainly the Dolphins that need a running back, sad for you guys. Well, looking at the moves Miami made in free agency, they weren't going to go after him anyway. 
Yeah. All right. Vikings, they signed wide receiver Chad Beebe, offensive lineman Rashad Hill, defensive end Stephen Weatherly, um, defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson, linebacker Nick Vigil, and cornerback Patrick Peterson. That's a big one. He's old, but he's still good. Let's see what he, let's see what he can do in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't I don't really know what to say too much about this team. Um, they're 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 already solid, but they're not great. You know, they're not bad either. They lost a lot of close games last year, so let's just see where they're at going forward. Um, Patrick Peterson signing, I do agree with you, is probably their best one. Dalvin Tomlinson as well. So, you know, we'll see. And here we go, the Atlanta Falcons, another team obviously making a huge splash in free agency. Uh, Lee Smith, Brandon Copeland, and safety Eric Harris. Please, Falcons, do something other than blow leads in the second half. That's what they're good at, bud. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Zach Brown, he says it's trash, and I agree. Yeah. I don't know if he's talking about the signings or us. We're strong. Oh. <laughs> I don't care if he's talking about us, but hopefully he's talking about the NFC South. He's the NFC okay. South. All right. I agree, Zach. Um, <coughs> so the Carolina Panthers signed wide receiver David Moore, uh, tight end Dan Arnold, offensive tackle Cam Irving, offensive tackle Tyler Moten was franchise tag, offensive guard Pat Elfane. Defensive lineman Morgan Fox, linebacker Denzel Perryman, linebacker Hassan Reddick. That's an interesting one. Cornerback uh, Rashawn Melvin and long snapper J.J. Jansen. I'm seeing an awful lot of long snappers on th this list. Um, Hassan Reddick is a is an interesting one for me because that guy's career has been up and down and not necessarily living up to his draft position. Yeah. For me, this one kind of makes me a little sad because I see my boy, David Moore, on the Carolina Panthers. Um, farewell is a good run you had over in Seattle. Uh, I think he's very underrated. I think he does a really good job of tracking the ball. I think he's got solid hands. So uh, they did lose Curtis Samuel, so I'm a little excited to see what his year is going to be like. I do know that I think this is solid. Okay, over to the New Orleans Aints. I mean, sorry, Saints. Uh, Jameis Winston re-signing for a year. This is the big one. I mean, obviously, all Winston's good for is eating W's off his hands. So that, that's what it. That, that's what he does. Uh, Ty Montgomery he resigned for a one-year contract. Uh, Alex Arma, James Hurst, PJ Williams, and Marcus Williams. Really, the biggest thing the 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 problem with New Orleans is just they didn't have money for anybody, but their team is overall solid already. On to – oh, we only talk about winners in here. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Yeah, we're only going to talk about the winner right now. Oh, we better yeah. get uh, Steven in here right now so he could finally, finally – Hear about his team. Finally hear about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Zach, 
I you missed the AFC North, bud. That was like the second one on the list. But uh, I I seen a couple of your your lives this week and the week before. I'd love to get you to come in here and talk about the moves that the Browns made. Once we get through uh, once we get through the rest of this list, we're almost done. So our background person will will throw up a a link for you to come in and join us, and we'd love to get you on here and talk to you about it. Um, because we don't know everything about every team. It's, it's nice to talk to the fans. Um, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first and foremost, <clears throat> let me warm it up. Fuck Tom Brady. Yes. All right. Chris Godwin received the franchise tag. Um, they re-signed Rob Gronkowski. Uh, offensive guard Aaron Steine. Uh, defensive end Shaquille Barrett re-signed. Rakeem Nunez Roches, Levante David, Kevin Minter, and Ryan Suckup. So basically, everybody who was teed up to leave the Buccaneers resigned and came back. The name I don't see is Leonard Fournette. And I believe he was on a one year deal. So I wonder why they didn't bring him back. Maybe Shady Brady is still mad that he kept dropping some passes. Maybe. Uh, Comment here. Tom Brady is still the GOAT as much as we may hate him. That's a fact. Actually, it's not, and I'm only saying this for Steven. Uses Steven's logic since Nick Foles and Eli Manning beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That means Eli Manning's the best quarterback of all time, followed by Nick Foles, and then it's Tom Brady. Using Steven's logic, you know, we must follow him because he knows the most about football ever <laughs> but on to the nfc west i mean nfc best that's right wide receiver aj green this is a huge signing and not a lot of people hell yes zach brown i know you're gonna say the nfc north the fakes over there um this is a huge signing. not a lot of people talked about uh aj green being a free agent and here he is going to team up with kyler murray and DeAndre Hopkins, and of course, J.J. Watt down here, obviously going to the best team in the NFL, or so we thought he was going to do, and he decided to take the two-year $31 million deal instead. Um, they also got Kelvin uh, Beecham, Rodney Rodney Hudson, Marcus Golden, uh, Tanner Valhejo, I think, Robert Alfred. Vallejo. Yep. They uh, signed Pandy Lee. And kicker Matt Prater. Um, I think the Cardinals are doing uh, they're doing pretty well in free agency so far. Um, obviously, the big one for me is the JJ Watt and AJ Green thing. Uh, I do think that AJ Green was just so far under the radar. So, well, I I know I brought AJ Green up a couple times. Um, I don't. So they let Drake go. Are they, are they going to be looking to draft a running back? That's the only thing I could see them doing. And Larry Fitzgerald, for the first time in his career, is a free agent, and that makes me sad. You know what would make me happy? If he signed like a one-year deal to uh, Seattle so I can get a Seahawks Larry Fitzgerald jersey. <laughs> I would do it. I've I've been I've been lucky enough to go see Fitzgerald play a time or two, and uh, I I got one of his jerseys hanging in my closet, even though I'm a Dolphins fan. Yeah, you one know. of the 
one of the best like people in the NFL. Great wide receiver. Great career for him so far. All right, so I'm going to read off some comments real quick. We got Zach Brown. Boo, boo, boo. I guess when we said something about the Browns, he decided to comment. And then he said J.J. Watt, boo. (laughs) But uh, Nick here, Kyler Murray is a choke artist and will still find a way to miss the playoffs despite how successful they were in free agency. Nick, I think you need to give the guy a little bit more time before we call him a choke artist. Uh, He was playing. He had a solid year most of it for the first 14 games and then he started getting a uh then they started getting some injuries uh, most uh, most notably a, a hip injury and a left shoulder injury that kind of like slowed him down um anyways after that we got people's anxiety is going to rise next season yeah sure uh, i hyped up the cardinals and said they would win the nfc west next season and i 100 regret that shit and that's because nick you are a Seahawks hater, and you should have said the Seattle Seahawks. So Kyler Murray popped his AC joint, and that fucking hurts. It's that little bone right at the top of your shoulder that sticks up, and yeah. it makes it real difficult to throw the ball. And it was in his like, left side, though. So I mean, it wasn't this. It wasn't his throwing shoulder. It was his left yeah, shoulder. But, but it seemed like their whole game plan changed when he was when he was dealing with that. Absolutely. He wasn't taking off and running as much. He, you know, and, and I understand it. They were trying to protect him. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't put it all hundred percent on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat the Bills last season. Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the next one so I land on Seattle. Why don't <laughs> so. why don't why don't you just do all of the NFC West? The NFC best? Your, yeah, since that's your you know, that's your division. Yeah, and that, be, that that is the last one we have to go through. It should be. Uh, yep. All, All right. right. So here we go. The Lambs, the Los Angeles Lambs, acquired through trade Matthew Goat Stafford. Very solid. I think this guy is just a beast. Now he's on a team that he doesn't have to carry. So I, I fully expect the Los Angeles Rams to be the favorite in the NFC next year. Don't give a fuck about what any Buccaneers fans say. We're looking at the number one defense with the Los Angeles uh, offense. You know, Matthew Stafford, great. They got Leonard Floyd back, basically the second best defensive player on their defense. Arguably, arguably. Because I know Ramsey's there, so you know it's arguably. <clears throat> then we got the San Francisco 40 whiners, all 40 of them whining. Um, re-signed Kyle Jusick, uh, Trent Sherfield, Trent Williams, re-signed huge contract, six-year, $138 million. I uh, believe that this is the highest paid lineman in the NFL by just a couple, couple thousand. Um, they signed Alex Mack. Uh, defensive tackle DJ Jones, Samson E. Buckham, Emmanuel Mosley, Jason Verrett. So they're doing okay. Uh, one glaring thing I don't see from San Francisco right now is anything going forward for the uh, for the quarterback position. It makes me think that they are happy with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know me as a fan, I'm not, but you know. Who am I? I just sit by a computer and talk shit. And you do it really good. <laughs> Not as good as the fat man. Yeah. Uh, you got any, 
There's a reason why teams aren't blowing up our phones trying to sign us to come be their GM. Uh, yep. Um, I guess we got some more comments here. Bucks saying that, or yeah, Bucks. Nick saying that the Bucks are still the favorites. I think Rams are number two seed. <clears throat> How about the Patriots? How about them Patriots, Jordan? And then we have oh. Sam Darnold to San Francisco. Now, I think last week, excuse me, I think last week we touched on that a little bit. Um, there's about a third of the teams in the NFL looking at Sam Darnold. Unfortunately, San Francisco doesn't seem too serious about it. I think this would be a very good spot for Sam Darnold to go to. Um, you know, that being said, just so far, we don't know what's going to go on with Sam Darnold. Honestly, I won't be surprised if he does stay with the Jets. Well, the draft is what's going to tell us what the drafts th- what the Jets think of Sam Darnold. They're sitting there at the number two pick. If they grab a quarterback, Sam Darnold's out of there. Mm-hmm. All right. In wait and see mode, though. Now we are on to the best team in NFL, the GOAT team in NFL history. We're talking about the Seattle God Seahawks. Yes, the best team ever. First up, they signed Chris Carson. Um, I feel like this is a steal. I believe that he's worth about eight five nine a year, and they got him for a little bit over seven a year. That's that's really good. Gerald Everett, very underrated tight end. Thank you, Lambs. Uh, we took, we acquired Gabe Jackson, and uh, we re-signed Ethan Posick. Uh, I'm not too happy about the Ethan Posick signing. There's a lot of people that are that are like, oh, oh he's he's pretty good, he's pretty good, and all that other stuff, but. Um, um, me on the other hand, screw Ethan Posick. I'm not. I'm not really a fan. Uh, Puna Ford, great, phenomenal nose tackle, uh, and Akello Witherspoon. See, we got another guy from the Forty Winers last year, DJ Reed, that ended up like, you know, working out very well for us. So maybe Akello does the same thing. You know, uh, I'm thinking that we're doing decent. Honestly, our biggest pickup is Shane Waldron. Uh, I've already talked about it a million times. Um, I think he's going to change the way that we run our offense. But I'm um, really happy about the Chris Carson and Gerald Everett and the Gabe Jackson so far. So solid, not great, solid. Yeah, I don't I don't see anything on, on your list there for your Hawks that's going to get you pressure on the quarterback, bud. I agree. But don't worry. It's free agency didn't end yesterday or anything. We're, we're good. I, I have faith. We're still the best team ever. That's all that matters to me. Number one in your, number one in your heart, bud. <laughs> yep, and number one in everybody else's heart <laughs> because they love they love the Seahawks too. That's Tom Brady. Oh, oh, sorry, that is Tom Brady. <clears throat> Don't worry, there, Nick. I saw your comments. Don't worry, Jordan. I saw your comments as well. Um, that's it. I'm the fat man. All right, see you.